This is episode 54 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're going to be talking more about my time in Ghana. Let me just start off with a gross realization. I no longer notice the body stench, meaning I likely smell just as bad. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, so glad that you're here because today we're going to be talking more about some of my mission trip experiences. And I want to once again remind you that this podcast, Christian Travelers Network, is about uniting people in their travels. And travel does not mean necessarily mission trips. I think that's something our culture says, but yet, as Christians, when we go to work, when we go on vacation, God is there. And that is the primary thing I focus on on our podcast. But I wanted today to mention some of my mission experiences in Ghana. Last week, I talked a little bit about some of the first few days of my trip there. And now I'm going to read some more of those journal entries. But before I dive into that, I want to point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you can find other podcast episodes, faith and travel resources, and hopefully some other tools to help you get through this COVID-19 time. But without further ado, let's go in and dive into my journal entries. Just a quick refresher. This is my third trip uh, that I ever took overseas. It was to Ghana, Africa, and I was in college at the time traveling with some of my classmates and some classmates from another college. We were working with some missionaries there to lead VBS at the schools. So here we go. Another day in Ghana, Africa. Let me just start off with a gross realization. I no longer notice the body stench, meaning I likely smell just as bad. When the electricity turned on today, our singing of yes, Lord, yes, Lord, had growing amounts of enthusiasm and laughter. We did a dramatic skit about trying to box Jesus in. At PE, they taught me games where they drew in the dirt and moved to the rhythm of their singing. They asked me a lot of questions about whether I am married, my hair, and told me I was beautiful. Just for context, I had really short hair at the time, and a lot of the females in my group had really long hair. At that time, I was like had a pixie cut going on and so they thought it was very different and um they would often play with my hair because it was so soft um and they thought it was a little weird that I cut my hair like a boy (laughs) anyway the music teacher taught us danase which means thank you god your love is abundant it's a song that they sing as we left class today the students gave me bracelets And uh, Heather, one of my classmates, and I went to pick up our Ghanaian dresses and head wraps, which were gorgeous. Um, I felt super embarrassed. We were in such a rush. We'd, like, gone back to where we were staying, so everyone got comfortable. We got into shorts and t-shirts and things. But shorts are inappropriate in their culture. Showing your legs is not... It's either highly sexualized or, or it's just not... Either way, it's just not appropriate. And when I went out the door, I didn't have time to grab my skirt, and I should have just been more prepared. Um, So when I walked in in shorts, I felt really inappropriate, um, but they were still really polite to us. 
the skit today was Ragman, where Jesus replaces their rags and takes their problems, dies, and comes back to life anew. I showed the kids a small scrapbook of my family from five years ago, and they kept thinking I was my sister and complimenting fall and winter, something I don't think that they really have there. We visited uh, one of the vendors down the street again, and he demonstrated making kente, a Ghanaian fabric. Our Devo was the story behind it is well with my soul and the father who lost his family at sea. Do you guys know that song? Apparently a boat went down in the sea and his wife and daughter died. And um, when he took a boat across the ocean and they came across that point, um, he wrote a song and it is, it is well with my soul. And so we learned about that. Tomorrow, we are off to Cape Coast, and we are stopping at Kekum National Park to walk the rope bridges through the canopy, only 140 feet off the ground. The next day, relaxation. Yes, that means getting up at 4.30 a.m. so you can move fast to the Anamabo Resort before traffic picks up. Along the way, I noted some fun sites, an ostrich farm, termite mounds that were taller than me, a lady carrying a closed umbrella balanced on her head, and lots of babies carried on their mother's back. Our reservations had been canceled, but after a lot of work, things were fixed. At Kekum National Park, we went on the canopy walkway tour, a bridge 40 meters off the ground and made of aluminum ladders and planks of wood held inside of a net. It was a little sketch, um, not going to lie, um, but because there weren't too many of us on the bridge at the time, it didn't shake too bad, but towards the end, a bunch of students got on and we hurried off. Lunch was at the Hound's Cottage Boat, known for its free-roaming crocodiles. We went swimming in the ocean, but if you got sucked into a certain area, you were swimming with trash. God was certainly with us as we watched the waves crash and did our Devo, and we thanked one another for things that we do out of love for one another. Afterwards, we had strawberry smoothies, which made the waitress laugh. This place reminds me of camp. It has been one beautiful day. Well, today was a crazy roller coaster. I woke up miserably sick from that milkshake. I actually ended up missing the village church, but my peers recorded it for me. I was so excited for that. Um, most of Ghana speaks English, but this village church worshipped in their own language, and I was super excited to see that. They did the whole service in Chvi while looking at the English hymnals. When I was feeling well enough, Jennifer and I did our personal devos by the beach. The car didn't start after church, but it started in the middle of a prayer. We had lunch at Castle Beach, which I only ate a little of, when it came two and a half hours after we ordered it. Children were trying to eat our food or get money from us the whole time. At Cape Castle, a slave castle, we learned about the late slave trade in Ghana. They had a church right over the slave quarters, and they would check on them through a hole before going to service. When we went in, it was super dark and I was afraid we were gonna hit someone even with the lights on. Some things that I remember about that 
it was so packed with people that like they would just they had a poop wherever they were at and then the feces would just like build up and so the floor that we were walking on was like ancient poop essentially that had been packed down over the years and the fact that like the church was right above like where they like kept people captive as like you're walking into church a place to praise god and honor his creation and honor the people that he's made and yet you check to make sure that the slaves are still down there and not you know dead or whatever and then you go in like that's just it blows my mind and and as an american i hear a lot more about how we sold them off and how we treated them poorly like i hear those things but i'd never thought about like obviously before they go somewhere you have to almost like herd them is essentially how they treated them. They herded them into this little area and then they held them captive until they got sent off. And I never thought about that side. So that was interesting, but really still sad. Okay. Today is National African Union Day, which means I slept in and got 11 hours of sleep. We primarily hung out at the guest house, but we did go to another restaurant again for shawarma. I also had alvero, which is Ghanaian form of pop. Then we went to Koala's grocery store to get snacks where I purchased a bunch of Ghanaian foods to bring home and share. We came back and practiced skits and songs for tomorrow. I led our devotion tonight, which I based off of Jesus Calling, the personal devotion book I read daily and relax. It was very sad to think that there are only three days left before we leave Ghana. Today we visited the other Lutheran schools in the area as a whole group. At All Saints, we did a skit called The Sin Monster and took lots of snaps, their word for pictures, with the kids. On our way to St. Peter's, we filled up our tires with a guy located on the median. It downpoured and I was shocked. No one's vehicle stalled as we drove through massive puddles and potholes. The second school isn't completely built, but we were so excited to see kids practicing their dances for graduation. We joined in. After we did our skits, the kids taught us some of their dance moves. Next, we went to the gorgeous seminary that has a beautiful view from the top. People flocked in for our praise time, and by the time we left, the room was filled with these massive bugs, which apparently taste like popcorn if fried. At the guest house, our missionary made us caramel out of two-ounce cans of evaporated milk. Okay, so I want to pause and tell some stories with this one a little bit. So a seminary, as you may know, is like a place where people become pastors. And so they built this massive school, a seminary, and they only have like four people, or I think at the time, or maybe it was 14, I don't know. But for the amount of space, there weren't as many students. And they travel from all across Ghana, and they like walk there, some of them. They stay there, and then they go to school and learn how to become a pastor, and then they get sent back out. And so when we started, we set up all these chairs in there, and we started this praise night. And we started singing and left the doors open, and there were only like four or five people there. And then by once the music started playing, then people just like flocked in. And so they were all standing, and I was dancing barefoot, and then the lights drew in all these really weird-looking bugs. And then I remember there were so many of these bugs that I stepped on some of them, which was gross. And they kept telling us that they apparently taste like popcorn, which, okay. 
And then we had to run and get in our cars and like do it in such a way that the light in our car wouldn't turn on so the bugs wouldn't come in. And then as we were driving, because it was nighttime at this point, but while we were driving back, our headlights drew in the attention of these bugs and it literally looked like it was snowing. It was kind of cool and very weird all at the same time. Anyway, the next day at Trinity, the supervisor told the students it was our last day. And when we corrected him, the kids cheered. The super played it off super duper smooth. Then the best part, they gave each of us special kinte cloth with the words, with love, Trinity Lutheran School, Tama on them. Uh, the kinte cloth is kind of like a scarf. As they placed them on each of us, the students cheered. We prayed with the ninth graders for their upcoming exams. Uh, because that's kind of how they entered the adult world. The kids plated my hair, which was too soft to maintain a braid. And plated is a type of braid. I got to take the Trotro to the craft market. It's like a school van, but holds 16 to 23 people. The cost to ride one is a breaking 23 cents in the United States. Heather and I got fabric for another matching Ghanaian dress, but we plan to make it ourselves. We went to Trinity for the last time this morning and sang Danase with the kids, which made their jaws drop. We took a goodbye picture in the courtyard, and I physically couldn't move because I was getting so many hugs. I got two more friendship bracelets from my new friends. When we picked up our friends from our peers from St. Paul's and sang Danase with his coworkers, they gave us mugs to show their appreciation. Our fright leaves uh, in the middle of the night tonight, which led to many adventures through the airports. At Chicago, we all split off to reach our final destinations, and I got to talk to many people about my trip, including my family, when I get home. And then just some other random things that I saw or witnessed or some like takeaways, like things about their culture that I learned. One of them is never place anything on the floor. It is considered filthy no matter where you are. I pl placed my camera down on the ground at one point and all these kids were like brushing it off and running to get a bit back to me. Um, bulletin boards, taxis, and all these things, they proclaim Jesus. So like it wasn't uncommon for cars to have stickers that said God bless. They have several names, including one that refers to the day in which they were born. Americans have watches, Africans have time to get to know people. That's one of the sayings uh, that I kind of took away. They aren't in a rush to get to place like a meeting at a specific time like we are in American culture. They are more concerned about the relationship and the conversation. Um, because everyone cuts their hair short, girls wear earrings to distinguish their gender. Everyone basically has a buzz cut. When greeted with the saying, you're welcome, you respond with thank you. They want you to be welcome in their home. So that's why they greet with you're welcome. One of the favorite chants said there is God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. They avoid the sun as much as possible because they don't want to tan. They want to be lighter skinned. If wanting to ask a youth a question, one directs it to the leader or older person in the group. Red red is red beans and fried plantain. If you ask for red red with a side of plantains, you don't know what you're talking about. So that was my experience in Ghana on a missions trip with some of my classmates. I hope that you have enjoyed these last two episodes 
and I hope that even in your quarantine that you can think of the many ways that God has blessed you with previous travel experiences and will someday bless you with more. But in the time right now, we can still be using this time to glorify him. So until next time, safe quarantine or travels as you must and God's blessings.